0: Welcome back to Get Fitty with It. I am your co-host, Holly Stark, and for today I am actually your only host. So welcome to one of our first solo episodes. So me and Mary both want to touch on some different things, um, you know, that we think that are gonna be good solo episodes. So I thought I would start us off um, you know, with today's episode. If it gets a little bit rambly, I apologize, but I just have been kind of putting off recording this one and I don't know why, um, but I have been. So today we're talking about sort of how I got into mental Okay. So still can't speak. I don't know what this new trend in 2021 is, but I like really can't speak recently. What I was trying to say is how I got into mental and spiritual health. So both of them were similar yet very different journeys. So I kind of wanted to take you guys on both of them. Um, So before we kind of dive in, I just want to give you guys a little... I don't know, mood setting, I guess you could say. So in Illinois today, it's January 2nd and currently it's almost 2 p.m. It's very snowy outside and it just got a little bit darker. So I don't know if it's gonna snow again or not. I haven't really checked the weather, to be honest. But I um, have just been working on some stuff today for the podcast and my own business. And I worked out this morning and just feeling really good so far this year. And I got a little affirmation calendar from one of my very good friends, Angela, for Christmas. And as I'm recording this, I'm staring into it basically. And so I just wanted to share the affirmation because I really like this affirmation today. So it says, I willingly release the need for struggle and suffering. I deserve to have a fulfilling life and I accept it now. I just really love that. I feel like it's just a very good like new year energy kind of thing. But let's dive into what I'm actually here for today. So In terms of my mental and spiritual sort of journeys, it started with the mental. So back in 2016, I believe it was, is when I was in grad school. And I was, so if you don't know, I have my master's degree. I have a master's of fine arts in creative writing. And when I was going to school, um, I was very happy to be there and very excited. I got picked to be in the program program. but it was part of the way through the degree and I started getting very depressed um, and I had dealt with anxiety before at that point in my life but had never really dealt with full depression and it I was working downtown. I was going to school downtown in Chicago for those of you don't, who don't know maybe where I live uh, and then I was living in one of the suburbs at the time so I was like 45 minutes or something like that outside of the city but it was... Um, It was just a very interesting time because I didn't, I can't say I loved my job at that time. And obviously I was leaving at like six in the morning to get on the train and get to work in time by 8 a.m. And then I wasn't getting home until nine or 10 at night after class. So it was just like a lot of being gone, which I had never been in a situation like that before. Um, And yeah, I ended up getting really depressed and it was to the point that like I didn't even want to go to school or class anymore, which if you know me, I'm a very much, an education person. I love learning. I love being in school, everything like that. And I really did love my master's program. And so the fact that I was no longer excited to go to school, go to class, anything really was a big kind of wake up for me. So at that time, I ended up going to see my doctor, who I adore. I hopefully will never give her up. I still drive 45 minutes out by my parents' house. She's like halfway between me and my parents' house um, just to go to see her, even though I could probably find a you know, a great doctor where I live, I just can't give her up. Um, so I went to go see her. She ended up putting me on a daily depression or anti-depression medication, as well as an as needed anxiety medication. So that was the first time in my life I had been, you know, on medication. I was diagnosed with, um, you know, clinical depression and things like that. So My mom and her sisters have suffered with a lot of depression and things like that. So it's not like I was unfamiliar completely with it. I just hadn't been in that position myself. Um, So as that year went on, I decided that I didn't want to be on medication for my entire life. That's just not the... Route I saw my life taking. And so I started exploring, you know, different ways to work with anxiety and depression that is outside of medication uh, and outside of therapy. Because at that time, I also did not have money to go to therapy. Um, if you can go to therapy, I think go for it. I still want to go to therapy. I still haven't been and now it's 2021. But that's one of my goals for this year is to actually look into therapy, see how much it is with insurance and start. Because even though I'm not in the place I was previously when I really, really could have used it, I think we all can honestly use therapy. That's a side tangent. <laughs> um, but Um, you know, so from there, that's how I found meditation. Um, I had seen so many people talking about it online about how it's just really helped, you know, their anxiety and it gives them that moment to like slow down and tune in and things like that. And I was new to all of this stuff that I'm into now. I had no idea about anything. So I decided to start meditating. I downloaded the app Headspace, um, because they have like a free trial before you pay. And so I was like, you know what, it's free, let me try this, see if I like it and go from there. And really that's what sort of gatewayed me into my spiritual journey, I guess you could say. So um, I started becoming obsessed with meditation and I really felt you know, those changes in my mindset and how I looked at things and how I looked at life um, and you know, everything like that. So I could really feel it helping with my depression and anxiety. And I felt like when I did meditate, I had less depression and anxiety throughout that day, especially the anxiety part, because at that point I was having like panic attacks, like breakdowns, fully crying, not being able to breathe like multiple times a day. So from there, you know, I wanted to kind of go deeper with my meditation practice. And that's when I started finding crystals and reading about crystals. That's when I went and bought my first crystals. Um, I found a store that was like 30 minutes away from me at the time, brought my best friend and roped her into going crystal shopping with me. And that's sort of when that I branched into some different online shops that I now support when they do have crystals in shop or in their shops. Um, So that's sort of what gatewayed me into that then. So, you know, in terms of uh, long-term effects, I guess on the mental side, I still meditate. I um, have, and you guys have probably heard this on the podcast as well, like I've had back and forth with meditating. So sometimes I'm like really on top of things and sometimes I'm not. But this year, in 2021, um, you know, I really want to focus on meditating every single day, even if it's just three minutes, um, trying to aim for 11 minutes every day, but. You know, I, I want to kind of have a little bit looser guidelines. So, as I get out of the fitness challenges and sort of uh, overall challenges that I'm doing right now, where I have to do 11 minutes of meditation, you know, if there is a day later in the year where I only have three minutes or what five minutes or whatever, like I am okay with that. Um, but it's just the fact of doing it every day because in 2020, it was such a strange year. I was so on and off with meditating, working out, everything like that. You guys have heard a lot about my journey. Um, And so, you know, it's just like, I want to show up for myself in a deeper way, but kind of backtracking a little bit. So um, after I got done with grad school in December of 2017, I, you know, was feeling a lot better. I felt like my mental, you know aspect and outlook and everything like that had really shifted. So I talked to my doctor about going off of depression medication. So I still had my anxiety as needed, but went off of that daily one. And I thought, it, you know, at that time it was a very good choice for me. Um, and I was feeling great off of it. You know, obviously she took me through the process. It's not like I just cold turkey, stopped taking it or anything. Like I worked with my doctor Um, and I was feeling really good at that point. I was, you know, meditating every day and I was doing a lot of sort of self alignment and things like of that nature. Um, and so I felt okay. And then in 2019, so we're kind of fast forwarding, you know, a year and a year, year and a half ish. So in 2019, I had started a new job in that June. Um, and at first I thought it was really great to but the company's great. I did not love that job. It was the most stressed I've ever been at work. Um, I was also very depressed because of work. And so that's when I ended up going back to my doctor and getting on a daily medication again. And I'm still on that today, that same exact one. Um, I feel like maybe in the next year or so, that could be something I, I try to work myself off of. But uh, at this point, uh, it's just... It's just been very good. Um, I've switched jobs since then, and that has helped a ton, but there's still some things that I'm working on um, that I just, I think I still need that little, I don't even want to call it a pick me up because it's not what the medication does, but um, my cat is about to launch at me. (laughs) So it's going to be quiet for a second so I can grab her. sorry for that brief intermission. (laughs) Um, But so yeah, so in 2019, I went back on medication. At that time, I was again, not meditating. I wasn't really tuned into my spiritual practice much at all. um, Because at that point, I was also driving a ton for work uh, because I was back living with my parents. So it was like an hour and a half away from my job. But my job was where I used to live and where I knew I was going to move back to eventually. So it was kind of like a a lose-lose situation, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Um, But it wasn't until February of this year when I moved into the place that I'm currently in, where I got much closer to my job, that my mental health started feeling a little bit better. But I was still in that very toxic work environment. Um, So finally, in October of this year, I changed jobs and I'm in a much happier position now um, with a different company. And with a university, which is, I've always wanted to work for like a college or a university. So um, that has helped me a lot. And that's kind of where I'm at now with my mental journey. So I've had a lot of ups and downs. And I think that most people honestly do have a lot of ups and downs. Um, I don't think anyone's mental journey is going to be linear at all. um, Because there's going to be times when things happen in our life or, you know, work or whatever it might be comes and we can't control it, you know, so... That has been a huge thing for me, Um, you know, just learning to be okay with that up and down. So kind of moving into more of the spiritual side. So like I was saying, you know, I started meditating, started getting into crystals. And then from there, I just started following a lot of people on Instagram um, and YouTube who were kind of into this stuff, as well as a few people who I already followed were shifting into this sort of stuff the spirituality self-care self-love that type of uh, type of thing so it was really cool to sort of um learn from others. And I started reading a lot of books and I started doing different workshops online just because I wanted so much more knowledge in this and how to deepen my practice, deepen my spirituality. I've never been a like spiritual religion type of person. Um, I grew up not baptized anything or, you know, anything like that. So this was kind of really my first, um, I guess, quote unquote spiritual experience, even though it's not like I believe in a specific religion. Um, I know that this is still considered like a, a spirituality, you know. Um I hope that made sense. <laughs> but this is sort of when I first started diving into that sort of stuff. So you know, I think I learned a lot in that first year, year and a half. And it was about around that that year mark that I was really getting into this, that I launched my own business. And so I was launching a blog at that time, as well as my crystal shop. Um, and I had so much fun like picking out my crystals and everything like that for the shop. Um, and it was just such a really cool like cool experience to like launch something that was fully mine. I had worked with different like MLM companies before, but like that's not yours at the end of the day. Um, so it was really cool to launch something that was mine, that I created, that I birthed, that I did everything for. And, you know, my business kind of grew from there and it's had its ups and downs too. But in terms of my spirituality, because this is not about my business, <laughs> in terms of my spirituality, you know, I really think I started to grow... Um, deeper because I was finding, you know, I would find certain meditations, and then I started getting into, you know, even more yoga. And I had always done yoga before, but I realized how much it connected to the spiritual pro um, aspect in a way that I just didn't see before because I wasn't, you know, tuned in. I guess you could say. Um, and that's when a lot of my, you know, around when I started my business and things like that, when I started notice noticing a lot of my intuitive abilities. So, you know, I currently do card readings, you know, every week on Instagram and I have private clients for monthly card readings and things like that, as well as energy healings. And that's sort of, you know, when I started realizing that I have this intuitive gift, um, is, you know, earlier on it pretty early in my journey. So as I started to learn more and things like that, that's when I started to hear about energy healing. And I had no heck an idea, heck what? I had no freaking idea what energy healing was or what Reiki was, which is the energy healing type that I practice. So I had just seen that this yoga studio down the street at that time was offering a Reiki one course they offered, you know, Ricky one, two, three, but it was starting obviously with one. And I was like, this is a sign. So I signed up. I actually met my friend Angela there. That's how we met that I spoke about earlier, um, who gifted me the affirmation calendar. And, you know, it was just like a whole eye-opening experience. And as I then went into Reiki's level two and three, you know, it just kept deepening within me. And like, my, I felt like my gifts kept coming out more as, you know, I worked with people and, and things of that nature. So in terms of Reiki, I am certified as a level three trainer. Um, so I am a master. Um, there is a level four, which presents you as a master teacher. I have not went back to do my level four. I do want to eventually, but the, um, person I worked with is no longer at the studio that, um, she was at, she's a little bit further. And obviously with COVID and things like that, I just haven't been super interested, I guess, in pursuing that at the moment. Um, but that's sort of how I started bring, breaking into that. And then from there, you know, just like things with kundalini yoga, which if you haven't ever heard of kundalini yoga and meditation, it is a very different style, um, especially with the meditation. There's a lot of chanting and arm movements and breath work and things like that. A lot of people are very like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> when you kind of see kund- kundalini yoga for the first time, but it is so powerful and so shifting. And I spent probably at least a year doing like really deep kundalini work. And I think that that truly shifted a lot for me, um, in terms of like mental health, especially, but just like deepening my, deepening my practice and deepening my spiritual gifts and energetic gifts. Um, so yeah, with my spiritual journey, it's been a very up and down ride as well. I wouldn't say that, um, you know, I'm a master at all of this because I'm definitely not. And I still have my days and I'm, you know, this year is something that I want to come back to with my spiritual journey because so much of 2020, while I meditated on and off, I didn't, I didn't do as much with, with my healing and with my crystals and, and things of that nature. And I felt so out of tune with it because I was so, uh, depressed and stressed from my you know, day-to-day job that I just didn't have the energy to show up for myself and my spirituality. And so now that I am in a different place with my life, I really want to dive deeper again into that this year. Um, I'm feeling so strongly called to work with more people and help shift their energy and things of that nature. So whether that be through my actual healings or card readings or whatever, like I'm just feeling called to show up for people in a different way with my with my healings this year, and I'm really excited to see however and wherever that takes me. Um, so yeah, that's sort of a sort of my mental and spiritual journey. Um, there's a lot more that I know I want to share on this in the future, and there's gonna be a lot more that you guys even hear in episodes with Mary and with guests and things of that nature, but. I get the question so often, like, how did you, you know, realize you had anxiety and depression as well as how did you start meditating or how did you get into crystals and things like that? So I just wanted to kind of share that piece of the story. So I know this episode isn't the longest ever. Obviously it's just me. So there's nothing to babble off of or work off of when I have Mary as sort of that sideboard. But you know, wanted to share just sort of where I started and how my journey has grown. And then it's not a linear journey. It's never going to be a linear journey. And if someone tells you they had a fully linear journey with especially mental health, honestly, they could be, you know, telling the truth, but more than likely they might not be because I think we're all going to have ups and downs depending on our circumstances, the year, what's going on, et cetera. Um, My cat is scratching at things again. So bear with me for another moment of silence. She honestly does not usually scratch up much when we podcast, but I don't know if it's because it's just me and she like knows I'm not with Mary and like focusing my attention on someone else, but she is all over the place. But with that, I wanted to start to wrap this episode up. Um, Normally I do this with Mary, but obviously she's not here. So three things that I'm grateful for today. The first thing is truly my health. Um, I've just been feeling so good in my body recently and I just am feeling so excited to make some changes in my life, you know, this year in general and things of that nature. So really grateful that I do have a very healthy body and inside and outside. Uh, Number two that I'm grateful for is Brandon. He is my fiance, obviously, if you didn't know, Um, but he just is always there for me and making me laugh and showing up for me. Um, And in a way that, you know, I never would have thought, I don't know. I know that sounds weird, but Um, It's just, you know, this year it's just been so crazy. And obviously we got engaged in 2020 and that only deepened our relationship. So it's just been really nice just having him here during such a weird time and, you know, living together again. We were living apart for a while, so it's nice to kind of just be together again, even though it's been 24-7 with lockdown and work from home. (laughs) Um, And then number three that I'm grateful for today... It's going to be the sparkling energy drink that I'm, or not energy drink, what? Sparkling water that I'm currently drinking. So it tastes really good. It is the Good and Gather brand at Target. This is the strawberry mango mango flavor. I usually drink the Aha brand, uh, but they were sold out a lot of my favorite flavors. So I went with Good and Gather because I think they are just as good. as AHA, uh-huh. uh, but some different flavors. So I'm just excited um, to try new flavors and things of that nature. And I just love a nice, you know, little sparkling water. It's a drink that's not just plain water, but makes me feel like I'm drinking something else, but still staying healthy. So yeah, that's what I got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this little, you know, one-on-one with me. Um, I would love to hear about your guys' mental journeys spiritual journeys, everything like that. Or if you had a, a, you know, kind of a combination of the two, like I did, I would love to hear about that as well. So feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at, at Pod, or you can always shoot us an email at getfittywithitpod at gmail.com. One last reminder is that we did open our Facebook group earlier this month. So the link will be in the bio. So come get fitty with us. Me and Mary are doing weekly little check-ins and posts in there. And it's just really a spot where we're building our community, sharing what we're doing for workouts and eating and meditations and sort of all of that good stuff. So make sure you check that link in the bio, um, in the bio, oh my gosh, in the show notes and um, join there so we can get to know you more and kind of hear what you're doing. So thank you guys for joining me. And until next time, I will see you next time.